Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 50. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, I'm going to talk about secrets to invest in foreclosures profitably. What you'll learn are secrets to invest in foreclosures and make money, what are the traps to avoid, and if this is the right time in the cycle to invest. So foreclosures are really interesting. I started buying them in Washington State back in the 90s. We were undergoing a recession then and a lot of homes went into foreclosure, sadly, and it became a very, very lucrative investment opportunity. What I found out is that it's very different from buying homes traditionally. First of all, you have to buy foreclosures with 100% cash. You can do that by getting a line of credit somewhere else on some other asset as your uh, collateral, but you cannot use the house that you're going to buy to finance. So you're gonna have to get your financing set up before you buy the foreclosure because you have to come with cash to buy the foreclosure. You can partner up with other people that have cash. You can be the one that locates the foreclosures and partner with someone who has deep pockets. You can do that. You can also finance the house later after you buy it. You can refinance uh, and put a mortgage on it. But when you're buying the foreclosure, you're actually going to the courthouse steps and you're buying the house usually many times sight unseen, at least on the inside. Oftentimes, you'll be able to get the address of the house that's going into foreclosure ahead of time. You can run out and take a look at it, but many times there's people still living there or it's locked. It's certainly not listed with a realtor, so you don't have any way to get inside. You can peek in through the window. Sometimes you see that on television, uh, and that's why. You can't get in. It belongs to someone else still at that point. So you can maybe look at the outside, maybe get a peek on the inside, but you can't go in and look all around. So you're having to make a decision on whether to buy and whether there's enough profit there after fixing it up to sell it and you know make the right amount of profit. So what you wanna do when you're buying a foreclosure is to shoot for buying the house for 60 cents on the dollar. The reason for that is you have to have enough room in the house to be able to, and by room, I don't mean room literally in the house, I mean room in the investment to make a profit, pay a realtor their commission, and do the fix up and do, you know, pay for whatever. Also, maybe some carrying costs. If you're paying any interest on your line of credit, you've got to cover that. Um, any utilities that have to be taken over, you're going to have to pay for while you own the house. So you need to really shoot for buying the house for 60 cents on the dollar or better. If you can't get it at that price, you're not going to make as much profit. It may not even be worth your time. So you really want to shoot for 60 cents on the dollar. You also want to shoot for 
getting this house fixed up in 30 days or less. The key to foreclosures is to flip them quickly. And again, because you can have holding costs of your line of credit, utility costs, fix-up costs, things like that, your money is, you know, is worth something and it's worth the time that you're having to use it. So you want to get paid for that. You want to make that back in your investment. So you've got to really buy these things at the right price. And this is the number one mistake I see people make with foreclosures is they don't understand you're making money with the foreclosure when you buy the foreclosure, not when you sell the foreclosure, okay? That was something that I learned and really it became very clear to me. The money is in the purchase not in the sale. It's counterintuitive, but hear me out on this. You have to buy the property right, because if you overpay for it, there's only so much that that house is going to sell for. You know, people seem to think they can put a price on a house and it will sell for whatever price they think it's worth. And that's not how it works. There are comparables comparable prices, comps that you have to look at in the neighborhood for what other homes have sold for. And that's what people are going to pay for a house. They're going to pay the comps. They're not going to pay the price that you think it should be, which is your investment plus what you invested in it plus a profit on top of that equals your price. Doesn't work that way. It works that the price is basically set at what the comps are. You're limited on your upside. And that's what a lot of amateurs don't realize. You are basically basically limited on your upside price that you can sell this for. So you must, you must buy it at the right price. So what does that mean? That means you have to negotiate hard. You got to go in low. If you're buying a, a foreclosure, obviously you have to pay what the bank is is asking for. So you can't negotiate on a foreclosure. The price is the price. But if you're buying it after the foreclosure or you're buying any other fixer, you have to negotiate that price. So in this case, when we're talking about foreclosures, you are just set at the price that they give you. So you have to be very careful that you understand what that price is entailing. Because here's another downside that a lot of people miss, that there can be tax liens against this house. If you have a tax lien, that's a government lien, you still are going to have to pay that lien off even though you have bought this through foreclosure. So what the foreclosure process does is let's say someone owned a property. They had a first mortgage, a second mortgage, and a third mortgage on this house, which is not that uncommon. So people owed a lot of money on this house and they didn't have any equity so they walked. The bank took it back and is basically selling it at uh, in the foreclosure process. What that does is that clears the title. So if the first mortgage bank is foreclosing, that clears the second and the third mortgage off. It wipes them away and they're out of luck. The bank in the first mortgage position is the one that can foreclose and is the one that can wipe everybody out. So you want to make sure, first of all, that you're buying a first mortgage foreclosure because if it's a second mortgage foreclosure that is 
at the courthouse steps. That means there's a first mortgage in front of that and the equity that you think is in there may not be in there because they may have a mortgage, a larger mortgage. So maybe you thought you could buy this house for $30,000 and it was a $150,000 house, but that was the second mortgage. You didn't realize there was a $100,000 mortgage ahead of you in first position. Now you have to pay off that $100,000 first position. So now there's $130,000 owed on a $150,000 house, now it's no longer a good investment. So you wanna make sure you're buying the first mortgage. So if you're buying the first mortgage and it's 100,000 and it's a $150,000 house, it's not quite 60 cents on the dollar, but it's, uh, you know, it's close. It, it might be something to consider if it didn't have a lot of fix up, but you typically wanna go in for 60 cents on the dollar. So you wanna be sure you're buying a first mortgage. You wanna be sure there are no tax liens against your house because tax liens do not get wiped away when you go through the foreclosure process. So it, it stays on there. You have to pay off the government liens. So be very careful with that. So um, some other things to watch out for are that there's there may be other competition that is bidding this up so be very careful not to get caught up in the heat of the bidding war a lot of people get sort of the ego um, caught up in this they start to you know be the one that has to to get the deal and has to buy it and they can bid it up way beyond what it's worth at the end of when we were coming out of recession and I stopped buying foreclosures, people were actually buying them for 70 cents on the dollar, 80 cents on the dollar, even 90 cents on the dollar. Now maybe some of those people are gonna buy them and live in them, and that's fine. Maybe they don't need to have make a profit so they can pay more. But if you're trying to flip these and make a profit, you're going to have to go in roughly about 60 cents on the dollar. So that's, you know, that is, your um, goal that you want to look for. Another downside of foreclosures is you may have to evict people out of their home, which is so sad and heartbreaking. And if that happens, if you buy a foreclosure and people are still living there, you give them notice and you let them know you've purchased a property. You want to work with an attorney to make sure you work with the correct eviction rules. But eventually the sheriff um, can come and help get people moved out if they refuse to move, which is a really sad and horrible thing. But I have seen that happen. So you want to be aware that's one of the downsides of um, investing in foreclosures. You also want to work with a title company if you can get a preliminary title and make sure that this is a first mortgage because we have seen situations where we have been surprised and you want to make sure that you're buying the first mortgage and don't aren't buying the second mortgage with that first mortgage ahead of you. So again, if you can get a preliminary title, um, you would want to look at that and make sure. Often foreclosures are delayed due to bankruptcy or attorneys may postpone them week after week. So it can get really frustrating. You think you're going to bid on this great house and you go and you go to the courthouse steps and they say, sorry, it's been postponed another week. So sometimes we did that month after month and had to follow houses manually because you can buy foreclosure um, reports, you know, there are, you know, foreclosure services that will tell you of the foreclosures, but they only tell you of the initial foreclosure when it's first posted. When they get delayed week after week after week by the attorneys at the courthouse steps, you need to then start following them manually as to when the next date is 
that they've reset to come back to the courthouse steps. And sometimes we did that five, six, seven times before we actually could bid on the house. So usually the foreclosure service is only going to tell you when it's first filed. And after that, you're going to have to go to the courthouse steps every week and uh, manually follow these ones that are getting postponed. Sometimes they're delayed, they go into bankruptcy. Sometimes the attorney just needs more time to work with the people. The people are trying to come up with money to pay for it. Sometimes they get settled and then they don't go to foreclosure. And thank goodness for those people. I feel you know happy for them. But it means that as an investor, your time can be you know, spent chasing around a bunch of property that never comes for sale. So that's one of the downsides of foreclosures. It can be like a wild goose chase. We would go out the night before, try to run down all the properties that were going to go to foreclosure, and then oftentimes none of them would go to foreclosure that week, and they'd all be postponed to the next week, and we'd be so frustrated. But that's just part of the whole foreclosure business. So just be aware that it can be a real time drain and it can be sort of a wild goose chase. So just, you know, prepare for that. So it may be easier to buy real estate owned properties or properties that the bank takes back after foreclosure. Um, If you buy an REO, real estate owned, then it's gone through foreclosure. It wiped off the debt after the first mortgage and the bank took it back. Now the bank has the option to list it with an agent or to negotiate with buyers privately who might want to make offers on that property. So you may be able to make an offer before they list it with an agent that saves them from paying commissions and you might get a better deal. They might work with you and you might, you know, both be able to win-win on that. So while Foreclosures are late in the game now. We've you know, had a lot of recovery from 2008, 2009. Prices have come up, mainly again because the Federal Reserve has held interest rates down. If interest rates weren't held at zero, we would not be seeing real estate prices where they are today. So just be really aware that interest rates are playing a huge role in the recovery of the real estate market right now. So it's late in the game to buy. You can do this this year in 2014 and 2015, but my cycles are telling me at the end of 2015 and into 2016, we're going to have another huge crash. So don't get greedy, get these sold by the end of 2015 and make sure you're using the comps to move them fast and turn them over as fast as you can. That's where your profit is. What you learned today were how to invest in foreclosures properly, what traps to avoid, and if this was the right time in the cycle to invest. Your action step for today is to call the bank and ask for the REO department, real estate owned department. See if you can start a relationship with a banker or maybe even a realtor. You can find realtors that also specialize in REOs. Of course, then the bank is paying them a commission and it's a little late. If you can get to the bank directly and find the person directly at the bank, then you might be able to negotiate a better price. So I highly recommend doing that. Second best choice would be to work with a realtor. And the advantage of buying REOs as well is the bank may finance them or you, if you buy them through, of course, a realtor, you can go through a traditional bank and finance them. So um, it's different than buying and paying cash on the courthouse steps. You do have a chance to do some financing. So do you own some books that you've always wanted to read, but some, for some reason haven't been able to open them up and read them? 
Me too. I've got tons of books I've never gotten around to reading. Some are very thick, and I just know I'm not going to sit down and read those things. But I really want the knowledge. I've had them on my shelves for years, but just couldn't open them. I finally have subscribed to Audible and have started listening to these books on a recording, you know, on just listening through my my phone and it's just been the most amazing thing because it saved me so much time and yet I've got the knowledge that I want and I don't have to sit down and carry this huge book around or put it on my Kindle and read this really long book through my Kindle. I can do it through Audible and get some great knowledge. For listeners of the Be Wealthy and Smart podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to try out their service. Just like listening to podcasts and you learn things, Audible is a great way to multitask and learn. I finally, finally have listened to those books that I've never read and learned so much and got them to check off my to-do someday list. To download your audio book today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart. That's audibletrial.com forward slash be wealthy and smart for your free audio book. They're great. Go check them out. If you're eager to start on the first step to wealth, your wealthy mindset, go on over to my website, BeWealthyAndSmart.com and sign up for 21 Days to Wealthy Mindset. They're daily emails, videos, audios, and information to help you change your thinking from lack to wealth in 21 days. How you think is so important in wealth building. It's where it all begins. It's the foundation for everything else. So get started now removing subconscious limiting beliefs at BeWealthyAndSmart.com. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.BeWealthyAndSmart.com.